0: Welcome, everyone. My name is uh, Jim Barton, and this is another episode of Bloody Mary Bible Brunch. I'm here with
1: Reverend Abigail Conley,
0: and today we're going to do uh, another current events show. Where we're going to sort of talk about things that are in the news and um, how we see the Bible uh, instructing us on how we can respond and, and what to do about what we're what we're reading and hearing. So, first off. Um, Let's just talk about some of the awfulness that's in the news right now. Um, We are receiving tweets from the President of the United States that suggest we might be going to war in North Korea.
1: This was the week that there was another shooting, mass shooting in Las Vegas.
0: We're seeing um, the Affordable Care Act, um, one, um, getting rid of funding for women's health care. Two we 're seeing in um, some of the just viciousness um, making it less possible to have access to it by like for example, shutting it down for twelve hours every Sunday during the enrollment period and reworking the website to make it intentionally more difficult to get um, access to health care
1: right, and um, closing the window, cutting fund for shorting the window for when you can apply, cutting funding for advertising, all of those things very intentional moves um, while it's hanging out there. For some people, of well, the other option if you can't repeal it is let's just not fund it. And then the 84% of people who receive subsidies are screwed over in that process. And
0: then we have Americans who live in Puerto Rico
1: mm-hmm.
0: who are seeing their president um, do this weird comparison between the number of fatalities in Puerto Rico to the number of fatalities in Katrina. Um,
1: and it should be noted things that were immediately extended to victims of Harvey and Irma um, were not extended readily there, one of which was food stamps. So the immediate response in Harvey was, okay, you can use your food stamps to buy hot food, which isn't normally part of what you can use SNAP benefits to do. Um, It took public pressure to get the same courtesy extended to the victims of Maria in Puerto Rico, where 40% of the population relies on food stamps.
0: Yeah, and I'm trying to figure out what is different about Puerto Rico as compared to some of these other places. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't help but notice um, the ethnicity of the people who are the victims. Right. Uh, it's just, it is a disaster. And, you know, we're not even talking about um, some of the um, fraud that is coming out, the, you know, um, with uh, his kids and with all this kind of business. So I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm going to say we are under the rule of a wicked leader. What do you think, Abby? Are you willing to go on board with that?
1: Yes, I've been willing to go on board with that for a while. And I think what is most appalling to me is that we knew exactly who we were voting for, and we said, yes, we want that person. And now we're shocked when he follows through with the cruelty that we saw from him during an election cycle, when he mocked a man with a disability. I mean, how does that not just automatically say if we won't tolerate it in sixth graders, we're not going to tolerate it? From someone running for an office in any capacity. I don't care if that's the local school board.
0: Right. He's willing to say that there are good people on both sides when one of those sides are Nazis and white supremacists. Mm-hmm. Um, just real briefly, I heard, I was listening to another podcast, the Invisible Brain or something, and it was talking about they did this test where they showed children someone um, beating up a doll. It was this, it's like a punching bag doll that sort of like pumps back up. Mm-hmm. You punch it and it comes back up. And, um, they showed them a video of somebody taking a hammer and just like really going to town on this doll and actually like destroys the doll. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes they got in trouble, the person who did it in the video, and sometimes they didn't. And when they didn't do it, when they didn't get in trouble, those kids, when they had an opportunity to do whatever they want in this room full of toys, they would take the hammer and use it on the, on the, the doll.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: When they, the person did get in trouble... But the researcher came into the room and said, you know what, actually, just so you know, if there's anything you, wanted, you saw that you thought was interesting, you're not going to be in trouble for doing anything with these toys if you want. You can do whatever you want with the toys. Then those kids would go do it. The point being that not only did the kids model what they saw, but they, it was significant. They carried out the wicked behavior when they were given permission mm-hmm. to carry out the wicked behavior. And that's what's happening right now is we have a president who has given people permission to, to, to carry out wicked behavior.
1: Right. Because let's face it, we've always had white supremacists. It's yes. not like that's a shock. We yes. just made it okay for white supremacists to come out of back rooms and back alleys into the public square. Right. And that's appalling.
0: It is. Well, okay. So there are wicked leaders in the Bible.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And um, I don't know. The Bible has some different ways to address it. None of them involve moving to the European Union.
1: Right which, depending on the day, is my top choice. Like, I'm not going to lie. Right.
0: Um, But uh, we have really got... We sort of identified... um, We've got uh, uh, Jeremiah addressing the people as they're being carted off into exile Mm -hmm. as telling them one way to deal with it. We've got um, the story of Daniel and the story... uh, In the book of Daniel, we have the story of Daniel and and then Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. That's while they're in exile and then being told to worship a foreign god. Mm -hmm. And then we have the rule of... Many evil kings, but Manasseh is a particularly evil king um, who did horrible things. He re- Hezekiah was his father. He reversed all the good things that Hezekiah did. He put back all the uh, uh, altars to evil people. And one of them is, by the way, to the god Moloch, who um, requires child sacrifice. Mm-hmm. So let's not, you know, we're not, this isn't just like using the other team. This isn't a both sides kind of argument right. where one side is sacrificing children. Um, and... Um, And you said there's some, it's not biblical, but there's some um, tradition that he's the one, he uh, executed Isaiah. Isaiah,
1: Um,
0: Okay, so we got that story. Here's a problem with Manasseh Mm -hmm. he reigned for 55 years.
1: Yeah. So. He, He reigned for 55 years and died of what was old age at that point. This isn't someone who got struck down, this isn't someone who was horribly ill-fated in those ways. He did all of those things, and presumably, part of the reason he did those things is because people wanted it. People wanted child sacrifice because their neighbors got to sacrifice children. Right. People wanted to worship the same gods as their neighbors. Presumably, it's not just, hey, you know, I really didn't like my dad, so I'm going to undo all of those things. Right. There's the, like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to do this evil thing because there's people out there who want the evil.
0: He was, uh, our current president... Uh, but uh, where Hezekiah was Obama, he was the he was the current president. <laughs> just reverse it all, go yeah. back the other way, of doing it. Um, the there is a response about how you fix this problem in Scripture. It's a terrible response, which is you just wait it out, and then eventually God will send an invading nation to take you over and take you into exile because the country has been so wicked under the reign of the evil ruler.
1: And, you know, that's the narrative that conservative Christians are using. We need to return to God and ban abortion and all of these things because and make people work for their food and all of those things because otherwise God will strike this country down because we have not honored God. Let's be clear that that's also the narrative on the conservative side.
0: And it has been for a long time.
1: Right. Right. And I think the narrative on the liberal side is, guess what? We are so far behind developed nations and all these other things that we are already no longer the world power we once were. We have more military strength than any other country by an astonishing and terrifying amount. But as far as education, manufacturing, and some of those things, we're no longer the power that we once were. Right. So, you know, I think it is worthwhile talking about the resistance to evil rulers, um, we talked not that long ago about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego who were living in um, under the reign of an evil ruler. And they said, no, we're not going to bow down to this person. And they got thrown in a fire, fiery furnace for it. And not only did they get thrown in, they got it thrown in heated so hot that people throwing them in died. And they did that saying, yeah, we might die. We might die along this way, along the way.
0: And we think God will save us. Mm-hmm. But even if he doesn't. Yeah. Right. We'll resist even if not. Yeah. So that's a that's an important component.
1: Mm-hmm. And you get a lot of stories of those resistance when we talked about Moses not that long ago. You get midwives Shifra and Pua, who say no, we're not going to kill innocent kids. In Jesus' yeah. stories, when Herod is evil and ordering the slaughter of the innocents, you get people fleeing the country, Jesus included, mm-hmm. and becoming refugees rather than live under a ruler that would say. All of these children die. And, you know, we don't have a ruler saying all of these children die in that way. Well, we might as well. Because, guess what? We
0: couldn't meet to extend um, the child health care.
1: Right. And that is the way we kill children now. That's why we kill children now, yeah. Right. We we don't kill people in ways that fills blood in the street. We put them in hospitals or lack of hospitals so that they die there. And we put kids in poverty in homes where they don't have what they need so that they'll fill up our prisons when they get older. Right. That's exactly what we do. So we kill them just as surely, just much more slowly. Right.
0: I think we can take the two uh, messages and meld them together in the sense that I think that as individuals of faith, we're called to stand up and to resist evil. Mm -hmm. And we need to do it in a way that has some cost. I mean, you know, Jesus will say, Take up my your cross and follow me. Mm-hmm. Right? This is no small it's not, you know, as Bonhoeffer, right? It's not cheap grace. Right. This is a this is a there's a it's a cost of discipleship, there's a cost of faith. Um but then I think the other things, you know, Manasseh being in for fifty five years, the generations in exile in the Old Testament, what that teaches you is don't expect it to be fixed immediately. And unfortunately you might have to live in a time of of trial, you know, they didn't get to vote their, their king out or impeach right. him every couple of years. So. Yeah. so we can combine those two, I think.
1: And, you know, Dr. Martin Luther King is often attributed, he quoted someone else, that to say the arc of history is long, but it bends toward justice. Yes. And I think as Western Christians particularly, that is something that we very much anticipate and cling to as a possibility that somehow we're moving toward God's reign, and we're moving more fully into that. And I think especially as progressive Christians, you know, we're not as worried about Jesus coming back and setting all things right. We're worried about how we set things right now and how we do better where we are. Yeah. Um, and I think for me, for us, one of the most critical things is you don't lose sight of the kingdom and the reign of God just because someone is drawing you back into dark ages in many yeah. ways. That vision doesn't fade. On a good day, it becomes that much clearer, that much more um, appealing, and that much more desired among especially people of faith.
0: All right. So we'll keep the faith. We'll keep up the fight. Whatever other cliches you need to to get it done. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: All right. Well, this has been an episode of Bloody Mary Bible Runch, and until next time, cheers.